Yeah, well, one more thing we should mention real quick before we wrap up on microwave. Uh, shoot, microwaves. 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 We live in the microwaves is capitalist dystopia with microwaves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Wow. All right. Don't give many ideas. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolary. Hello. And John Hines. Hey there. And we are back, as always, to talk about some video games mm-hmm. going as a trifecta today. And uh, we'll just get right into it. And, uh, John, I did want to ask you real quick before we get into it, into it. Mm-hmm. You mentioned in the uh, Discord that you had been uh, firing up Downwell recently. Oh, boy. And uh, you, like after we talked about I think DJ kind of brought it back up on the podcast a few weeks back. And I just wanted, I know we've talked about it quite a few times, but I just wanted to hear your thoughts because I think this is just kind of your first time kind of diving in a little bit more deeply into it. Yes. I I wouldn't say it's my first time like diving into it. I think I would say it's the first time that I've ever been good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Heck yeah. I've played it. I've tried playing it multiple times over like the years because I got it. Yeah. It's one of the strongest recommendations I've ever gotten on a game from you. And I've always wanted to try it, but like I've just never been good at it. I've always, it's a hard game. It's always been so bad at it. But, like, I uh, played it long enough that I unlocked a style called Boulder Style, which gives you, I think, two extra hit points. And the compromise is that it takes away, like, once you clear a level, like, you, I think you typically get three power-ups to choose from. And you get to choose one of those three. But with a Boulder Style, it limits you to two. And for someone who is rarely clearing a level that wasn't that big of a handicap (laughs) and all the power ups do like help you. So it's like I'm not really tailoring a play style to me, but it was the first way that I was able to clear the first world or first level. However, those are broken up and like it's man, it's fun. It's a really good game. It is. Yeah. It's so great. It's so great. And I'm glad the reason I wanted to mention it or talk about it a little more is because, yeah, I played a lot of boulder mode, like not necessarily with like the the big combos I've gotten, but to practice getting the combos Mm -hmm. or even just to practice getting a little deeper into the game, because it's not like I was getting a hundred plus combos. I'm the first time I played, you know, it took me a lot of practice to get to the point where like I'm able to chain these combos together and there's even other modes later like a floaty have you unlocked that one John that's that's one of the earlier ones and I did like that because you know it is make it a little bit easier to like get combos but yeah I think you jump like a tiny bit higher and you definitely bounce higher off of enemies yeah the hang time land on them but yeah you kind of fall slower as well so it's like at this like i got so used to the rhythm of the game at normal gravity or whatever that floaty in my head i was like oh i'm gonna be able to get some massive combos but it's almost like maybe i just don't even have the patience for it but i'm just like i just want i just want to like keep going boom 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 so i don't know i just i'm just so glad that you like dug into it and just make every time anyone even mentions downwell i'm like i gotta play i gotta play some more (laughs) i gotta go back so I'm glad you've been enjoying it. 
Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And the reason uh, I kind of wanted to bring that up, too, is because it's just like, I don't know, it's just a cheesy little uh, connection between another game that I checked out recently was a game called Overflow. And it's a game that was uh, made for a game jam. It's got like a really uh, Baba is you kind of style, like it's a top down puzzle game had 16 levels and it it has a well (laughs) featured in the game that like (laughs) on every level you have a limited number of moves like once you you have to control your character move to one of the tiles next to the well to refill your bucket and then you have to move around and uh water all the flowers around the level but then there's certain parts of the level that have like these clearly like red kind of they're not grown yet, but they're weeds on the ground that if you once you travel over that tile, the weed will grow and then you can't walk over that tile. It's like essentially a wall that you can't walk okay. through. So it was just kind of like like Baba's you we've obviously talked about on the podcast, I think a couple times at oh, least. Yeah. And like it's one that I, I I really, really love. But like I got so far or I got to a point and I did not get very far. <laughs> I got to a point in that game where it was like I I it's just like I really got to rack my brain where this was just such a nice like it probably took me about 30 minutes to play through. But it did have me like. They were good, like just a solid progression of puzzles. It was just like such a nice game and and, and beyond polished for a game jam game. Like huh. if this was just like, you know, a few worlds extended and a couple new songs, like because it's just one song looping over. But man, this was like a really, really polished game. And it's just like I, I really recommend checking this one out. Um, and the, I actually found it uh, when I was looking for the game that you and I are about to talk about right now, John. Uh, <laughs> I was looking for this game, Surge, that you recommended. And this was just on the front page. Overflow was on the front page of Itch.io when I logged on. I was like, oh, this looks cool. It looks kind of like Baba is You. Nice. But uh, you had mentioned this game called Surge, which was another game jam entry from a developer called Reads. Mm-hmm. And uh, we checked that out uh, or I checked it out after you did. But why don't you take the lead on this one, John? Um, since you discovered it. Yeah, so uh, Surge is a game, it was made for a game jam where the theme was power, and it's kind of a minute-like, which is a, okay. a, a kind of subgenre that's emerging that I am really enjoying, Yeah, where you have a set amount of time before, in this game, like you are in the fiction of the game playing a game on a computer during a thunderstorm so the power is continuously going out and that resets your progress so you're always going back to the first like starting point every single time that you know lightning strikes and the power goes out what a cool concept it's really fun yeah and like so unlike minute which has a like 60 second counter that you are constantly seeing this game kind of just has a a background timer that's going that you aren't really aware of or like you, you don't see like mm-hmm. on the screen so you're just kind of like all right like you f- it always happens at the same time but you're f- you're feeling out you're trying to advance a little bit further in the game and like every time the way like it's it's scripted really well so that you basically have like not like the exact amount of time to get to the next point or to get to the next like story beat that you can figure out where to go. But like, it gives you enough that like you always, I don't know. It's, it's not oppressive. Yeah. It's like, once you get to a certain point, you know, like 
you, you can like the next time you'll be able to poke and prod a little further. Even if you don't necessarily figure out what you need to do, you'll be able to try something new. Right. So you don't feel like That's you're just nice. like hitting your head against a wall. And it's a sh- much shorter game than Minute. That's also um, nice. <laughs> you know, which I think Minute, I don't I didn't finish it, but I know nope. it's at least multiple hours mm-hmm. um, where this game, at least for me, took maybe 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Ish. Same. And, like, we're going to talk about another game uh, that, like, I think has the same strength of, like, Surge, where it is, like, such a self-contained game where, like, it is very goal-oriented and it's, like, kind of scene-oriented where, like, you get to a thing, you solve a puzzle, and you move on to the next. Whereas, like, Minute is a much more open world, kind of like a Zelda in that respect, where, like, there are so many points in Minute where I just wasn't exactly sure where the next thing was that I was supposed to do. So I was yep. spending a lot of like deaths in that game, like just exploring, trying to like get to the next area and like finding a new like spawn respawn point and like doing that over and over again until I f- like finally found what the next thing was to do. And like that was fun in that like, you know, there's a broad world full of like characters and t- things to do. And I think that that's really cool. But like, oh, it's super charming. Yeah. But having like mm-hmm. a focused, like very puzzle driven game like Surge or the other game, which is Steps, which is very clearly a like uh, minute like. Like, I think. Oh, yeah. It's like in every capacity. And and I guess uh, Surge is as well. And I guess just real quick before we move on to that, we should just ma- I just want to mention the aesthetic of Surge oh, where yeah. it's like you are like actually like looking at this like low poly rendered version of like an old school like 90s PC mm-hmm. that like there's a thunderstorm going on Heck and that's yeah. why the power is going out and you're actually like oh, I played the, the game with headphones on and like yeah it's and which I think it recommends when you boot the game up or at least on like the game's page and it's like yeah there's just all this atmosphere but that is why the power keeps going out so it just kind of has this like really great it's just this concept that's taken to the next level and like I don't know I just really like the presentation mm-hmm. of of that game um, yeah, I just didn't want to like not mention that oh, aspect yeah. of it. Cause that's definitely at least what caught my eye when you mentioned it. I was like, Oh yeah, this looks sweet. I'll check this out for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, steps is uh, a game that I think I might've checked out before you did, John. I don't yeah. know for sure, but that was just poking around on the Pico eight. And this one is from Amidos. Uh, and it's just like, like you were saying, it's another minute style, top down puzzle adventure. Although instead of time, it's, uh, based on the number of steps <laughs> you're taking, hence the name steps. Um, and you're limited, I think to 10 steps. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Yeah. And you're moving around and like, there's basically different checkpoints throughout the, the small Island that you're on and you move around and just have to like navigate, you know, there's kind of single screen, uh, it's like a top-down adventure game again, where it's like you can't see much. You know what it's like. Maybe it's tile-based, so it's maybe eight by eight max. I mean, it's a really tight zoomed-in okay. mm-hmm. uh, view. So like you are kind of like you don't know. Like you're gonna take two or three steps on this screen, and like I don't know what's on the next screen, so I don't know what's next. And sometimes and like, it's an immediate death, but it's like yeah. such a quick <laughs> respawn. Then there's only ten steps that you like. Okay, I know exactly. Like that's going to be instant death, so I don't go on that like tile. And like it is right. just feeling feeling out, but at such a much like quicker pace than minute. Which is yeah. uh, still a pretty fast-paced game of like a mi- like sixty. It's seconds. literally a minute, yeah, sixty <laughs> seconds. But like again, like you mentioned, like having so many options, like 
with with both of these games, you feel like, oh, I have like maybe two or three things that I can try. So if this doesn't work next time, I'm going to try this where minute is like, am I even going the right way right Mm -hmm. now? Like I'm trying 10 different things and I might not even be on the right path. And it does feel like it has kind of a scripted path, at least from what I've played of minute. It does feel like you do have to do things in sort of a certain order. Um, so you do, at least I got stuck at a certain point where these, like, I don't even think there's a risk. Like this one took me even less time. I think 10 minutes or so max. And it's like, it was great. Like that is like the perfect, like both surge and steps are just like really distilled puzzle games that are like the, like best length that they could possibly be. And that like, sometimes it's just a good solid 10 minutes. Yeah, that's like that's all you need. And yeah, I, I just love like it's a totally nonviolent experience. Mm-hmm. I guess both. Oh, I guess Surge has like nah, whatever you technically kill enemies or whatever or yeah. defeat enemies. Uh, but yeah, Steps is like totally nonviolent. You just get a few different like abilities and items throughout the game. And, you know, they just kind of throw different. I wouldn't even I guess they are mechanics, but they just throw kind of yeah. new concepts at you throughout the game. You know, the lights are out or you get a different type of boots that let you travel differently so it's 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 a really cool little game and again all these pico 8 games if we ever mention anything from pico 8 which we have a couple more to talk about later but uh you can play them right in your browser i don't think that's true for a hundred percent of them but uh we'll definitely have links in the podcast description to where you can check some of these out so definitely do but nice. why don't we get into some more uh kind of neo retro stuff randall with uh what that's you've right. been playing and i also checked this game out as well but why don't you take the lead on this one yeah, so I want to talk about Micro Mages. Uh, yes, I will just stay right right out the gate. I've had a great time with Micro Mages, um, and it's an NES game. So it's a modern game. They just released it in 2019, but I played it all the way through on an NES cartridge that I can physically hold, and I'm just such nice. a big sucker for that in the first place. I love it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's by Morphcat Games, who also developed uh, Bobble that we talked about uh, a few episodes back and raved about that yeah. game too and how good so that good. game felt, you know, so good, so good. And again, another kind of pretty short contained experience. And that's a great thing, right? You know, that bobble is like 30 minutes. This game will take you a little bit longer than that. There's eight worlds and 26 levels between the normal and hard mode. But yeah, I, I had a blast playing through this and I did beat it just because, you know, I was having such a good time and the control just like, and Bobble felt so perfect to me. It was just like spot on, just like silky controls. Like every action I took, yeah. I meant to take. If I died, it's my fault. Like you can't necessarily say that about every retro game, even I would yeah. say. So, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but the mobility is really good too. Like, uh, you have, you know, your jump button, um, and you can shoot spells or hold the charge, which I didn't realize the first time I played and beat this game that you could even hold the charge. Well, yeah, same here. The times boost. that I played, I haven't even, I haven't even done the charge shot yet in, <laughs> in my time playing the game. But yeah, I, I was kind of, when you mentioned that before, I was like, ah, oh, man, how did I not know? How did I not notice that? How did I not I try that? I know. And, and I did because I, I've got one of those new 8-bit dough wireless NES controllers that have built-in turbo buttons. So yeah. I had like the turbo shot, which is very, very useful in this game. So I just kind yes, of... Yes, because it is I a mash 
It yeah. is a mash heavy, like you're hit, you got to hit the button every time to fire. You know, it's like a, yes. it's a, like a run and gun platformer. It is. Although it is more like vertical, you know, you're yes. scrolling more vertically. I mean, you're running side to side, but like you're moving up kind of Kid Icarus style. Yes. Um, not that my every pitch, level in Kid Icarus that way, but. Yes. Uh, along those lines, my pitch for this game is, do you wish Ice Climber was a fun game? And <laughs> Micromages <laughs> is, is the game that you're looking for then. Uh, yeah. And it, and it has co-op, uh, not to mention up to four player co-op, correct? Which is if you got the multi-tap. Yeah. And, and that's a pretty unique thing. And, and in reading some of the developer log stuff and, and the little video they put out and how they developed this game, they talked about that as a key point of why they made this game is because there aren't that many four player capable NES games. It's not an easy thing to do just based on the NES's limitations on the number of sprites on a given line that it can, you know, draw essentially. Yeah. Um, but they managed to do it. And I would re- actually really recommend folks watch that YouTube video uh, where they, how we fit a game, uh, NES game into 40 kilobytes. Yeah. Uh, so this game is 40 kilobytes, which is just obscene to me <laughs> that they were able to fit it in 40 kilobytes. It's just nuts. Yeah. I'll try to link to that in the uh, episode description as well. Yeah. That video. Like this is a colorful game that plays wonderful and has a great soundtrack. And for them to just have shrunk it down to fit into 40 kilobytes, not megabytes, not gigabytes, kilobytes, (laughs) 40 gigabyte NES cartridge. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's to, to give a frame of reference. That's basically the size of what the original uh, NES games like the black box games or that came out when the system launched in North America were essentially mostly 40 kilobyte games like Super Mario Brothers is a 40 kilobyte game to my gotcha. knowledge. Gotcha. Um, so definitely more of like a, a like a simpler starting point and a pretty big constraint to put on themselves uh, to develop and they just knocked that out of the park like to the point where there's uh, a lot of enemy variety the the enemies have pretty interesting AI, especially when you get into the harder levels, like they recognize when you are there, they'll they'll essentially like quote unquote, see you and start behaving differently and throw projectiles at you. There's a lot of enemies with projectiles, which that's where a lot of the platforming comes into play. And a lot of the difficulty, honestly, in the way that they place those enemies. uh, Yeah. A hundred percent. And it, 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 they are like built levels, right? It's not like procedurally yeah. generated. It no, is no. Like a built. Cause it, it kind of looks almost like it could be a procedurally generated thing. And I think my brain yeah. thinks that almost just cause it has that really like zoomed out perspective, yeah. like Spelunky, like original classic Spelunky style. Yeah. Um, or there's a bunch of games that have that style obviously, but that's like where, what my brain thinks of. Yeah. And they talk about in that video that they did that on purpose to have smaller sprites so that they could, so the NES could draw them all at the same time if you were playing four player and still had enemies on the same line and uh, allows for that verticality to take place where they can scroll the screen, but they won't have to quite as quickly if it's more zoomed out, right? So uh, all that creates a very smooth experience. Um, The other thing that I thought was cool is the kind of checkpoint flag system uh, that like, after each chunk of level, which is not as it's not easy to complete a chunk of level, even uh, let alone a whole level, um, there'll be a checkpoint flag um, that can once you die, you can thankfully graciously start from that point. But 
if you're going for a high score or you want more lives and you already have this level down pat, you could destroy the flag instead. Yes. For oh, points. I didn't Ooh. realize that. Just, Shovel just by Knight. shooting it or? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. Just like Shovel Knight. Yes. Okay. That's awesome. Yes. So as I started playing this game over and over and over again, because I was addicted to it, if I needed to play the first levels again, I'm like, yeah, screw it. I'm going to, I'm going to destroy these checkpoint flags so my point total builds up higher and i'm getting those one-up hearts faster in the game and i've got now more lives to work with as i get oh, to those one ups do those one up spawn at like a point threshold they do yes oh uh, man okay so because what i was gonna say like my only real complaint about this game was just mm-hmm. going from bobble to micro mages it was like bobble was just more of like a a unique concept, I guess. It was just more of like it, you know, it's eye, a little more eye catching. Like Micromages sure. is more of like a, it is just like a straight up arcade game, but I love straight up arcade games. And like yeah. the fact that you're at, like what you're talking about is just being like, oh, there's that depth I was looking for. Oh, like, yeah. You know, but yeah, going for those high scores, going for those. Yeah. Cause it, it, yeah, I would say like my only gripe is like there are some cool power ups or, or a yeah. cool power up. You can get this uh, seagull, I believe, if it, yep. if I'm remembering right. that correctly. At first, I thought yeah. it was like a little owl, uh, but you can kind of like hover, like hold the jump button down and hover over like gaps for a limited amount of time. So yep. like if it's just like in my head, like if it's like, oh, if this were a roguelike and had, you know, seven different power ups or, you know, and a bunch of different a bit like I'd be like, I could play this game endlessly so like, oh yeah but between that and then going from bobble to this like their later game or their more recent game to their previous right. game it was kind of like oh i you know just a little i don't even want to say disappointed because i did have a lot of fun I, I didn't get to the hard mode but i played just a couple runs but my first run i actually got almost all the way to the end of normal yeah. mode um, I got to world four, two, I think, which is five, four, oh, nice. three or like four, three plus the boss or whatever yep. is the, the final level of normal mode. So yeah, I got pretty far. And then I do like that. There are those, like, like we mentioned the checkpoints, but I like that. Like when you die, you don't start over from the level you're on. You got to go back to the world. So it's not like yes. the, the start of the world. So it's not like full retro where you got to start the game over, but it's like <laughs> no. got a little bit of that retro, like, ah, oh, I got to go back through this again. But like in, in the best way, it's not too frustrating, just like Cyber yes. Shadow, like we talked about pretty recently, too. It's like the checkpoints are like, like I don't know. It's just like got a nice level of frustration an enjoyable amount of frustration it does it does and it, like i said it never feels bad when you die it's like oh i messed that up like i wasn't paying enough attention or anything else and you know yeah i yeah. never felt super frustrated i always felt like ah, all right let me play again like it was like yeah just like instantaneous like let me try again let me try again let me try again and that's how i was able to beat it um the other thing i'll say too like bobble there are quite a bit of little secrets and stuff that are hiding in here and in micromages that kind of takes the form of false walls there's a lot of false walls that you can kind of jump into especially with that charge up little extra boost you get from your jump which okay most of those false walls and secrets i didn't access the first time around even though you can wall jump a lot of them are kind of off the wall a little bit that you know you can't quite jump with a regular jump you would need that extra boost and maybe even the seagull ability sometimes too to get to um, but they're okay. all over the place uh, and can give you extra treasure out of those treasure boxes and crates that you can break for mo- more points or the you know the power ups uh, the other power up being a fairy that kind of gives you an extra hit point or whatever but it's like yeah I, I love this game yeah. I, I was yeah. psyched that like I kind of bought this on a whim. Um, just based on Morphcat 
games and playing Bobble, I'm like, okay, I need to play this Micro Mages. Let me just buy the cartridge. And I'm so glad I did. Yeah. One more thing before we wrap up Micro Mages, I do want to mention, I know we've mentioned like a few times that it, we've been playing on NES, or at least Randall's been playing on that analog uh, NT Mini. Yes, sir. But uh, this is also available on PC. Um, yeah. And it was also available in the Itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality, which is how I was yeah. playing it. But uh, just worth mentioning that like it isn't, you know, you don't need to have an NES or some kind of retro setup with a multi-tap. You can right. play this four players <laughs> on your actual, you know, we, I was playing it on Itch.io. I don't know if it's on Steam and other platforms but yeah just worth mentioning you don't have to have you don't have to be a retro aficionado to have access to this one (laughs) right yeah that's kind of a high bar to climb these days just to even get that running on a modern tv so yeah i'd recommend the pc route it's still worth playing yeah and it worked perfectly for me so yeah that's awesome All right. Well, to get back to a little more Pico 8 stuff, we talked about steps earlier, John, and uh, we had a couple more Pico 8 games that we wanted to mention tonight. And again, these are all playable right in your browser, although we've been playing them on the Pico 8 like platform. Um, At least that's how I was playing. But uh, first, I guess we can dig into my Chan Sweet Buns. And I was actually playing this earlier today, and I'm glad I actually got a chance to play this some more because I got deeper into the mechanics of this game Mm -hmm. and it is awesome awesome it's great so like it's it is a uh you know top down i don't want to say it's not just match three but just for you know sense of reference it's like a match three puzzle game and it's on a four by four grid and you essentially have all these pastries you know from any there's quite a variety actually which i didn't realize before like there's pretzels there's kind of these hawaiian sweet rolls there's uh eclairs i think they are Mm -hmm. i don't know they're definitely not hot dogs but at first i was like these are hot dogs what's up no they're eclairs or something and then uh what's the other one like a croissant or something oh yeah you Um, unlock more as you as you play and each have their own mechanics but go on yeah okay well that's what i didn't realize at first like i I didn't like get deeper into like so when you pick you also have different power-ups that you pick from basically each pastry has a power-up associated with it Mm -hmm. that you then Whatever four pastries that you have selected, those will be the four that will appear on the board. Yes. But also those will be the power ups that you have when you're playing the game. So I didn't realize like every time you win around, you get coins and then those coins you can spend in the shop to unlock new pastries. So like I unlocked nice. a donut. I unlocked a few more things. And like, yeah, I, I didn't even realize that those added in new layers and new mechanics into the game because like you do it is like. It's not even though it's like a match three puzzler, it's not like a timing base. Like you can take as much time as you want to basically match either vertically or horizontally the orders. There'll be four cards on the bottom that'll be like either one of those four pastries, either times one, times two or times three. And you have to match those exactly. You can't like pick two out of a row of three. You have to match like exactly two, exactly three, exactly one. But you might have a power up that will turn an order for three into uh, three pretzels into an order for one pretzel, but it'll cost you two stars. And the way that you gain stars is by getting a row of four, whether it's or a row or a column, I guess, but a four complete and there's no diagonals or anything like that. So once you get four and then uh, you'll get a star basically. And those are also the stars are like a multiplier for your score at the end of the round. So you'll get more coins as well. Um, so that it's just kind of like an extra layer. It is kind of like once you unlock the stuff, you know, it's kind of, you know, you grind for the coins, you unlock the stuff. There is a hard mode to the best of my knowledge. It's just the, or you get less of like the one X orders and there's 24 orders instead of 20. It's kind of like a deck of cards you have to go through. 
Um, but yeah, I was playing more today and like, I, I don't know how I didn't notice those like shop mechanics. I guess I just didn't really mess around with the shop that much. I just like won a round of normal and was like, oh, let's try hard mode and get into it and didn't realize that this game was even deeper than I thought. And being that it's from the developer of High Stakes, uh, Christman, mm. um, I should have known. But I know you checked this one out, too, John. And obviously you realized that there were these extra mechanics and layers that uh, went <laughs> over my head. But uh, what did you think of this one? Yeah, no, I, I liked it because it's a, a really good, uh, like satisfying loop for a puzzle game like yeah, like you are unlocking new pastries that give you new power ups, but really it's just like a really satisfying like like I like the mechanic of the like card based orders that have a kind of sense of randomness to it, but you still have, you know, four orders at any given time. And mm-hmm. like it's really well communicated to you. Like if there are no moves that you can make on the screen, but you have a power up, like your little star meter will shake and that will like clue you in that there's nothing that you can do on the screen. And then like what if there are no moves that you can make and you don't have any stars, that's when you get a game over. So it's, it's just like instantaneous. Yeah. Yeah. It's as soon as I passed it to you, I was like, oh, shoot, I forgot to mention about how it like lets you know when your turns like over, essentially. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's it's really it's just and the presentation is just great. Oh, yeah. Um, Huge. Great music. Huge sprites. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's just got like the the pixel art is fantastic. Love it. It's just it's just so awesome. I Mm -hmm. love this game. It's so great. And again, we'll have links as always in our episode description. But like make sure there are actually two games called My Chance sweet buns if you look on itch.io because this was a game that was actually developed for there's this other game jam called a game by its cover and people make these like fake like famicom cartridge designs and then Uh people like just as like design like people just design them and post them on some forums or whatever and then people take those designs and then make a turn them into a game <laughs> like just oh, be like I oh i'm going to take that hmm. concept and be like i'm going to make a game out of that like i played That's a game awesome. called satan loves cake a long time ago that was like this like <laughs> mini metroidvania <laughs> platformer it's really fun actually okay. it's awesome yeah. I, when i was streaming it the developer was in the chat saying nice. like oh <laughs> like I, I felt bad i had the levels all jacked up so we actually don't have that one uploaded but now i'm i'm going to i got to go back and finish that game now that yeah. i mentioned it. there's a bunch of secrets and stuff but yeah it's, a, it's such a cool concept for game jam like ah just so cool but yeah one more uh pico 8 uh game that i wanted to mention real quick and that we both checked out is uh alpine alpaca and this is maybe my favorite pico 8 game that i've checked out so far watch out for the hyperbole here but uh but truly i i mean that in like the deepest sense like this is like a deck building card game kind of light style like it doesn't get too intense or anything rogue light in the sense that it's just like a one run arcade style game high score nice. chasing and a little bit of like a grid based it's not tactics but there's like a light element of strength it's like light all of these elements and i just oh, it's just such a perfect game i don't know i i really love every aspect of this game it's like I don't know. You you basically just have one of three cards that you can pick from that are that allow you to move on this grid based like downhill 
skiing slope uh, as you ski down as an alpaca and you can pick like nice. you're either going to move like two tiles straight down or two tiles diagonally to the left. And you're always obviously going down. Well, I shouldn't say always, but mm-hmm. you're never going upwards, I guess. But you do uh, essentially once you pass through like three of the slalom gates, you get to add a new type of card to your deck that will either be like a speed up. That will add like a plus one to all your cards or you'll get like a sidestep. You basically get to pick from one of three or four different cards to add to your deck. But I just like, again, like the presentation, huge, chunky sprites that are just like it just got like these bop and chip tunes from Gruber Music, which is no I mean, every every game that uses the Gruber chip tunes on Pico 8 are just fantastic. It just adds <laughs> so much. But it's like. I don't know. I I don't know what it is about this game, but I just keep coming back and coming back. I fire it up like almost daily, to be honest. Like, just let me just play a few few runs of this game. It's just like I I just love it. I don't know. But I know you liked it as well, John. But what are some of your thoughts? Yeah, this was one that you like kept recommending and like kept saying that was like, oh, this is a perfect game. I was harping. This is the and and, like, you know, I've I've had my reservations in the past on some of those recommendations, but. Well, I strike out. I strike out a lot, man. (laughs) But honestly, like the, as soon as I started playing this game, like I was like texting you back is like, nope, the, every single thing you said was absolutely warranted. Like even the, like the wipeout music, I would just let sit because it just was incredible to listen to like <laughs> it's so good it is and it really and I'm, I'm not a guy who plays a lot of arcade games or likes playing like those high score chasey games like i kind of like a progression or something but honestly mm-hmm. everything about this game like i was just continuously being like what does this card do like i don't i things that i wouldn't normally do in terms of like oh a, a progression that path that i want to like if i want to beat a game like i wouldn't do something outside of my comfort zone but you know i was like i want to see what it's like if i choose the card path that lets me jump over obstacles or the one that just continuously adds speed to me like and like it is an incredibly satisfying game that is just nice endlessly replayable and i've also just love it to pieces Yeah, there's like just enough power ups, just enough variety, but like not too much where it's overwhelming. But you can like, yeah, I don't know. I just I keep firing this one up again and again. I just love it so much. Same. Awesome. Yeah. Randall, we got to get you in on the Pico 8 action (laughs) sooner or later. Sooner or later, we'll get you there. Seriously, I've got uh, it installed. I just haven't bothered to launch it. That's my fault. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no worries, man. No worries. I just, ah, oh, man, I just, I'm loving my time with the Pico 8 so much, but I'm pretty sure we can wrap things up there this week, guys, if you guys are feeling good. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, as always, you can find us on the internet at uh, pursuingpixels.com. We've also got a nice convenient link tree now at slash pursuingpixels. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. YouTube. We got a nice growing Discord community. So mm-hmm. come join us. Come hang. Throw some game recommendations our way. Please. And uh, otherwise, I might have forgot something. But if not, we'll call it there and uh, we'll catch you next week. Take care. Bye bye. See ya. Man, have you uh, fought like uh, I, I don't think it's. They don't. It's not the Twitter account that's run by Fanbyte, but Fanbyte has been reposting a lot of. Um, I think it's like Goodwill finds or. Ooh, like, I need to follow that. Oh no! I mean, like it is 
I think unusable for most oh. people because like the the I think the technical term is a gay lord, which is just a giant like package like of a like non non organized oh. just like and like there's like oh like on good on shopgoodwill.com there is a 400 pound gay lord of xbox original games oh my and it's God. just like an entire palette of assorted games <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's not a thing that you can buy like yeah it's, it's like thing that you would buy by weight yeah <laughs> like, so like how many weight? copies yes. of old NFL games do you want? On yes, and like how many cop- copies yeah. of Madden 2006 <laughs> are you going to get in that? Like, uh, those budget bins at those retro stores are always so disappointing. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Like even the the fines you might find in there are like, eh, not mm-hmm. so much. I feel like I occasionally got DS games out of budget bins like that back in the day anyway. At, actually at Toys R Us. Yeah, man. Like Toys Game R Us Boy, was dope I would get for that. DVDs. Game Boy Advance and DS. Yeah. yeah. Because I got WarioWare Twisted, I think, oh, for like man. five or fi- oh. it was like ten or fifteen Steel. bucks. Steel, like mint condition. Yeah. Steel. What were you gonna say, John? No, just like I would always get like DVDs from like those bins. Like, I yeah, would, I would never get games because like I by I don't know by the time that I would get to those like bit like bargain bins, it would all be like licensed games of like yep. some Nickelodeon show or something yep. like there wouldn't be any <laughs> yeah. actual games in there. Those GBA yeah. video clips that yeah. they sold for 20 bucks oh that were God. like Nickelodeon oh, yeah, cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about those. <laughs> There's a lot of those in those bins. 